Hey there, I'm Lauren Hicks, pastor of Pacific Christian Center in Santa Maria, California. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. It's my prayer that this message strengthens your faith and draws you closer to God. Now enjoy today's message. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Pastor Lauren. Merry Christmas. It's so exciting to be with you today. I'm here at home uh, in our living room, and my wife has the house decorated beautifully for Christmas. If you know Linda, you know she loves Christmas. We have not just one Christmas tree, not just two, but actually five Christmas trees. And there's not a room in the house that's not decorated beautifully for Christmas. There's so much to love about this time of year, whether it's the gathering of family, maybe your family's coming home or you're going to see your family. Certainly the food is amazing at Christmas time. There's Christmas lights and Christmas music. There's Christmas parties and festivities. There's Christmas programs. Maybe you've driven through the neighborhoods and looked at the Christmas lights over the past couple of weeks. There's so much to love about Christmas, but then there's something else. It's the gifts. At Christmas time, we give gifts to one another, and it's likely that you have probably purchased some gifts for your family, friends, and people that you love. Christmas is about giving. Christmas is about the gift of God. You know, 2,000 years ago, Jesus came as a gift from God. He came to bring us the gift of salvation. It was a gift that we deeply needed. I hope you've experienced the gift of God. I hope you have unwrapped God's gift. I hope you've opened the present that God has given to you. You know, over the past few weeks, many of us have been searching, we've been looking for the perfect gift to give our family members and our friends. Maybe for you, it started on Black Friday. Maybe you got out that day and you braved the crowds and you went to the mall, maybe you went to the outlet malls and uh, you know, you tried to find that parking spot, you drove around and around, or maybe you stood in the long lines, or maybe you're like me and you prefer the online method and you spend a few hours shopping online for a good deal on the popular websites like Amazon or Walmart or, or Best Buy. Or maybe you're a last minute person and maybe last night on Christmas Eve you were at CVS late trying to find some last minute gift for your loved one. But we've all been searching and looking for the perfect gift. And today on Christmas, we give those gifts to one another. And when you give that gift to someone and they open that gift, you're watching their face, aren't you? You're looking for that moment of recognition. You want to see the, the glimmer in their eye. You want to see their face light up with joy that you purchased a gift for them that they would love, something they would enjoy. You want to know you succeeded. You got it right. You found a gift that would be a blessing to the person that you care deeply about and not just a gift that they will take back to the store tomorrow and exchange. Christmas is about giving God's gift to us. We give gifts to one another because God has been so generous. God has been so amazing to us. You know, for 26 years, Linda and I have been parents. And every year as we've exchanged gifts on Christmas Day, we have a tradition. And that tradition is before we unwrap any gifts, I mean, the kids, they would get up excited and now they're adults and they still get up excited. But as they all come into the living room, before anyone opens a gift, we sit down together and I pull out my Bible. This is my Bible that I read in the mornings uh, here in the living room and it's all quiet. I have my coffee before anyone gets up. I read from this Bible and I pull it out on Christmas morning and we read the Christmas story together. And it's become a tradition for us and I hope that that is a tradition for you as well. Why do we do this? Why do we read the Christmas story from the Bible on Christmas morning before we ever open our gifts? 
And the reason is, is because we wanted our children to know that Christmas is about the gift of God. It's not just about the gifts that we purchase for them at Amazon or Walmart. It's about the gift that God has given to us. And year after year, we tell this same story and it never gets old, the gift of God for us. And so today, this morning on Christmas morning, I want to invite you into our tradition right here in our living room. The story is found in Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And let me read it to you. And maybe you can listen as if you've never heard it before. The Bible says, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's now go into Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe that was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at the things that were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. Such a beautiful story portraying to us what Christmas really is all about. Christmas is amazing because God has been so generous with us. In fact, the Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16, that God so loved the world that He gave. We see throughout the pages of Scripture the amazing generosity of God. But God in His love for us did not just give us any old gift. God didn't give us a gift that we couldn't use or a gift that had no purpose. God is intentional in His gift giving. And He wants to make sure that He gives us a gift that's perfect for us. God gave us a gift that met our deepest need. Now, you and I have lots of needs. We have lots of things that we want and we certainly have desires. But God, in the giving of His Son Jesus, gave us a gift that would be, meet our greatest need. And that need was for a Savior. You know, the Bible is quite clear when it paints the picture of uh, the reality of our own soul, and that is that we are all sinners. The Bible tells us that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
The Bible tells us that there's not one righteous, not even one. We're all in trouble. We are all sinners. And because of our sin, there is a great gap, a great gulf between us and God. And there's nothing that you and I could do, no amount of hard work or effort, no way to earn our way to God, that we could bridge this gap between us and God. So in response to our deepest need, God sent His Son Jesus to come, to be born of a baby, to be one of us, to live a sinless life, to take our sins upon Himself. And once and for all, Jesus on the cross would pay the awful penalty for our sins, opening the door and paving the way for you and I to open this gift of God, the gift of salvation and the gift of forgiveness of our sins. You know, when I think about gift giving and the gifts that we're about to exchange here in our home with our family and the gifts you're giving, what is it that makes a gift a great gift? And I think there are three things. First of all, a great gift meets a need. It meets a need that you have. When you open that present, you open that gift, you unwrap the, the paper, you say, wow, this is what I've been needing. This is what I've been wanting. And we know that we've succeeded when we give a gift when it meets that need. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus comes to meet our need. In fact, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, you remember the story where the angel meets with Joseph, who's quite confused over what Mary has just told him, that she's going to have a baby? And the angel speaks to Joseph and says these words, Mary is going to have a baby, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. This gift of Jesus comes to meet our need. Second, when I think of a, a great gift, I think of something that's personal, right? You know, when I buy gifts for my family, I'm not just going to the store to grab any old gift off the shelf thinking, well, it'll have to do. I'm looking for a gift that, that is personal for the person I'm buying for. I think about their personality. I think about their likes and their dislikes. I want to purchase a gift that is personal for them. You know, when God sent Jesus, it was a personal gift for you and I. Jesus didn't just come to be the Savior of the world. He came to be your Savior. He came to be my Savior. It's a personal gift. Jesus is our personal Savior. And you know, I think of a, a, another way we can look at a great gift, and that's not only does it meet our need, and not only is it personal, but a great gift is something that is sacrificial. You know, when, when you go out and you, maybe you spent quite a bit of money on a gift and, and because it was something that you knew that they would love and you wanted to sacrifice, that's a wonderful gift. But maybe it's not just money. Maybe the gift was a sacrifice of your time or maybe it was a sacrifice of your effort or your skill. You put a lot into that gift. That helps that person know that they are loved and that sacrificial gift really is a blessing to them. No one has given a more sacrificial gift than God. God gave His only Son to be our Savior. What an amazing sacrificial gift it is that Jesus would come and He would die in our place. This is why we worship, friends. This is why we praise God. This is why we give God our love and our gratitude because He has given us a gift that meets our needs. It's deeply personal and it is sacrificial. And I think you would agree that it's the greatest gift. You know, if you were to give a gift this Christmas to your loved one, and maybe you searched far and wide looking for that perfect gift for them, and, and you uh, brought it home, and you bought wrapping paper, and you bought ribbon and a bow, and you, you wrapped it beautifully. I'm not very good at that, using my daughter's help to do that. But maybe you wrapped it beautifully, and you gave it to your family member. You gave it to your loved one, and they refused the gift. 
Well, you would be confused, wouldn't you? You'd be kind of brokenhearted and even upset if they, if they handed the gift back to you and they said, I, I don't want it. Take it back to the store and get your money back. Um, you'd be brokenhearted. You know, right here beside me is a beautifully wrapped gift uh, that my wife has, has wrapped, and I sure hope this is my gift. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm, I'm excited to open this gift. Well, Linda would be brokenhearted if I, if I turned this back to her and said, I don't want your gift. I don't need your gift. I'm not unwrapping that gift. I don't care what it is. Just, just take it back. Well, you can imagine the pain and the agony she might experience if I rejected her gift. You know, this Christmas, there are many people who have rejected the gift of God. They have just failed to unwrap the gift that God has given them. God sacrificed. He gave a gift that's personal. He gave a gift that meets our deepest needs. And yet many today refuse to even take the paper off. They refuse to open the gift of God and experience it for themselves. Maybe this Christmas you have not unwrapped the gift of Jesus. And you're wondering, Pastor Lauren, how do I even do that? Well, I'm happy to tell you that the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, it says that if you would confess Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and you would believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. This is how we open the gift of God, by faith and confession. And if you think for a moment that God would not give the gift of salvation to someone like you, Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That whosoever includes you, and it includes me. You know, this past June, we were so blessed to go to the country of Israel, and we took about 44 people from our church, and what an amazing experience it was to walk where Jesus walked, to see the Bible really come alive, all these stories that we've read about our, our whole life, to be there, to, to see the place of Jesus' birth, to see the place of His crucifixion and His resurrection, and see the places where He performed the miracles and told these amazing parables and stories. It was a life-changing trip. One of the highlights of the trip was visiting the city of Bethlehem, the place where Jesus was born. Now, 2,000 years ago, it was just a small dusty village. There was nothing really special about it. It was a, a place where a lot of shepherds lived, and we see that in the story. But today, it's a city, and six miles from the city of Jerusalem, we find the community of Bethlehem. And while we were there, our tour guide took us to a shepherd's cave. And I know that in our minds today, we think of the manger scene, we think of it as a barn, we think of it, uh, you know, as a stable, and we, we have our manger scenes in that way. But most likely, Jesus was born in a shepherd's cave. And so our guide took us into this cave way back in the dark, and he gave each of us a candle. And even though it was the month of June, we lit candles together and sang Christmas carols together. And we remembered how amazing it was that night 2,000 years ago when a baby was born, that would give us the gift that would change our lives forever, the gift of salvation. I hope this Christmas that you will experience this gift. Don't let another Christmas go by and not unwrap the gift of God. Experience it for yourself. It's a gift that meets your deepest need. It's personal. It's sacrificial. And this gift will change your life forever. I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. I hope you have an amazing day together. Before we conclude this video together, I want us to worship together one more time. Our worship team is going to lead us in a wonderful Christmas song. Wherever you're watching, maybe you're watching on your phone or your laptop, or maybe you're in your living room like I am, and you're watching this video with your family, I want to encourage you to sing out loud this Christmas carol. Let's worship this baby that was born 2,000 years ago that changed the world. God bless you. Merry Christmas. 
Once again, thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Special thanks to those of you who give so generously to make this ministry possible. If God has put it on your heart to give, please visit our website at pacificchristian.net. And if you enjoyed today's message, please consider subscribing, sharing with your friends on social media, and giving us a rating in iTunes. This will enable us to expand our reach and share the message of Christ with more people. Until next time, God bless you.